Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. So welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anka. When is it that your message is off and when is it that your message isn't off, but it is really a numbers game? Now, I know that nobody wants the idea of hustling or hassling, but the interesting part of actually growing any business or audience is that there's going to come a time where the message is right, but it isn't seeming to produce all of the results you want yet. And have you got the patience once you've planted that seed to keep it going until the momentum takes hold? So that's our topic today. Have you got a message problem? In other words, it's just off and that's why nobody's responding. Or is it a numbers game? Like you need to be in that game, giving that message out a little bit longer, a little bit more frequently, a little bit more consistently before you start to see the fruit of your labours. So let's start there. Anka, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think it's easy to underestimate how difficult it can be to make your mark in a, in a new space until people actually know you. And I've learned this for the first time, like massively, when I started my sewing business. Like for the first like 18 months, I mean, trust me, if I could go back now, I'd do a few things differently, you know, but I would basically run around scratch, like knock at flamenco dance school's doors and offer my services. And all I ever heard was like, no, we're good. Or, oh yeah, we could use somebody if you're really good and don't charge, right? So I literally spent 18 months running around and I was, I don't know, like, does anybody even need this? I literally wasn't sure whether anybody even wanted that kind of stuff. Or I thought maybe there's so many dressmakers here that there's no space for me, or I don't know. Well, I'm stubborn, so I kept going. And once I got my foot in the door and momentum picked up, and there was like, I don't know, a couple of years later, I mean, it doesn't go overnight, but all of a sudden there was like, Jesus, there's more work than I can handle. To the point that to this day, about five or seven years after I've made the last garment for somebody, I still get messages every now and then, can you make me whatever? Like it feels like there's no other dress. You know, it's like, where do all these people come from? It takes some time to get known and for people to have you on the radar for that kind of service. So you definitely don't want to give up too early. That's the biggest thing that I've seen. And I've seen it play out more than once, right? But this was the first time where it was like really quite extreme how long it took to pick up, but um, but it did pick up. So the question is, has anybody ever reacted positively to what you offered? 
I think that's that's really important because a lot of people worry that they're not consistent enough. But you know me, I'm a little bit of a kind of um, headhunter front end girl. And one of the ways that I tested this out, if it was a message issue, first of all, and I'll share how I got stuck in the numbers game. But when it was a message issue was I went out and spoke about it. And so I'm a big believer in speaking, probably would be as a voice coach, but I just knew it was more leveraged. It was just so much more leveraged. And if I could speak about this and people were responding, and particularly if people paid me to do something with them, then I knew that the message was correct. It was on. And then there was another game. Where I got stuck for years is because that was my strength. It was my strength to go out and speak about it and to get that initial validated offer in the bag and paid. It's when, you know, it's what I do now for people on a more high end one to one basis is when they need to relaunch something. That's what they need. We need that validation. So there's a real process behind that. So I knew it wasn't a message issue because people had paid me for it. The bit that I got stuck at, and that's when I met you, which has been a wonderful learning curve too, was the numbers game, actually. And the patience that I now needed with a validated idea and offer, the patience that I needed to start the growth and the consistency. And when you're used to having quick results or you're used to getting out there and having a quick opportunity or put something out and people say yes to it and you've got a, a process for that, when it comes to actually the real proper brand or business building, that idea that gets you out of the hustle and hassle long term, that has systems in place and a better strategy, that's quite hard of a that was quite a hard challenge for me to personally mentally take on, which was to slow down and start to put the tiny pieces together because I'd got I'd got really stuck in short term cash flow wins like every single month, short term, short term, and actually to start to put those things in place. And even now we have those conversations about, no, not another thing, because that juggler is hard to die, isn't it? You know? <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, the thing is, I kind of often talk about the hunter versus the gatherer, right? And in an ideal world, you have a bit of both. Yeah. Right? So because the thing is, it's like, and that's where the, that's what I love about like the two of us. Like we're sort of so yin and yang in that, right? Like you're the hunter. That's the thing. Like the good thing about it is you can make some money quickly. You can validate an idea quickly. You can have an idea, put it out. You don't hesitate to reach out to people to offer what you've got to sign them up. Boom, right? So the thing. I'm on the other hand, I, I'm a gatherer. Like I'm quite happy to run around scratch, you know, like kind of nurture the plant the seeds and nurture them. And I'm like super stubborn at that. Like I will be at it until those little plants come through. Like I have like a very hundred percent certainty that if I nurture that, that will come through. Now it's hard at the beginning because you have a longish time, what feels like a really long time, where you've put a lot of effort in without seeing anything in return. Right. So that's the bad, that's the kind of drawback there. That's where people often stumble in this space. Because once this starts to pick up momentum, mm. it gets easier and easier and it doesn't ever slide back. With every piece out there, there's like one more person who will send somebody your way. Like it kind of starts then to snowball to mm. the point that's like they're the people that you hear to go, oh well, I I literally spoke to somebody yesterday who goes, Oh, I never advertise any, I never do any marketing anywhere, ever. 
I was I was like that in my sewing business. I never advertised anywhere. And people just came more and more and more and more, right? But it was that initial period that you have to sit through and nurture because at the end of the day, you know, I think all marketing people agree that out of 100 people, there's like three who kind of in the market for buying now. And so as a hunter, you go for those and you constantly have to run and look for them. You know, as a gatherer, you go, well, yeah, fine. If I stumble across one of those, good. But I'm really focused on the other 97% who might take some time to come to the party. And I think ideally, if you can combine the two, you can, you know, you can make the money quickly, but you have the steadiness that comes from having that garden, you know, flourishing. I think that's when, when, when it really becomes like a joy even you know like where you don't even have to you no longer have to hustle but you can if you want to kind of thing I love that idea of the garden because I've just laughed a little bit I I'm kind of going around knowing what seeds to plant and when and getting them planted and then you're coming along because I I'm done by that point I'm like I don't want to sit there like waiting for these things to come up and you're sitting there like gardening and taking the weeds out making sure that it works as it were and then I can happily come along and start gathering everything back up again (laughs) and sort of putting them into the truck but that's I think that's the beauty of what we do particularly with visible club as well for people that combination that's what's unique about it you know it's not guru led it's not just one element of that business building it's that both it's the need for the prospecting and the nurturing the hunting and the gathering the ability to bring in those initial conversations and know that your message is absolutely on point because you're selling something and then learn how to disseminate that consistently over a period of time through the main platforms that your clients are going to be using so that you can get to the place where there is a level of momentum going on and you can start to get the systems in place to make that more consistent without you doing most of the legwork yourself. So what we're saying here is it really is a a message and a momentum game. It's a numbers game and it's a message game, but knowing which one to focus on and when to switch that I think takes the, the wisdom and that's where mentoring can come in. I think. Yeah, totally, totally. And I think it's both, both requires a skill, you know, but I think at the end of the day, like the, 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 I always say like, you know, the, 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 the key, the cutoff, the benchmark is like, has somebody paid you? Yeah. You know, if you get one person to pay you and it doesn't even matter what it is, how much it is, it's like when somebody has paid you for an offer you've put out, well, you know, at least some, and there's always more where that one person came from. So I think that's when you kind of know, like you're you're onto something and then you can look at, okay, how can we get more? Where where then can we get more, you know, of, of these? As long as you haven't sold any, then yeah, then you just want to hunt. But you literally want to use every opportunity to to offer it. And I think also really learn to listen. You know, if you go into a net, <laughs> you know, like if you're in a networking call, like you see it so often when people are like, so what do you do? And like when you go like, when people's eyes glaze over, you know, so it's like, you know, when people's eyes glaze over, you have a messaging problem, right? So when people go, oh, yeah, well, that would be me. Like, you can see people's reactions. Yeah. You know, you kind of need to learn how to, how to, like, pay attention to that. 
I think that's important because that is the differentiator. Just thinking like, how can we help people to really understand that? And I think that's a great example. Go out, you know, try a couple of virtual networking events as a tester, not because you want to sit there in a networking event forever, but as a tester and see if you're getting people want to converse with you afterwards. Has that message been clear? Has it been delivered in a uh, in a way that's exciting and interesting for people? Do they feel your passion for what you're doing? Or, you know, and even though I'm a natural, I'm a natural introvert that has learned to operate in an extroverted world. So even though I'm an introvert, the idea of being able to go out and create and generate these. So don't be sitting there thinking on the other end of this podcast that, well, it's all right for you, Angela. You know, I'm not as articulate or I'm not confident enough. It's like, no, everything that we go to that's new, there's that space where we have to find that inner courage to go and say and do the next thing at the level. So there's there's a bit of a nuance to this. But at the same time, that first bit going out there and trying out that message and see if people want to speak to you. That is really helpful. And if you're speaking to people and they don't get what you do, you say, look, do you understand what I do? And they're not really sure. Then it's a message problem. It's absolutely a message problem. When you have validated it, when people are asking for you or you've sold something, now it's a momentum problem. Now it's a numbers game. And your job then is to know which one to focus on at any one time. And I think that will really, really help with the understanding of what to be consistent in sorting out and what isn't. Any final words? No, not really. No, <laughs> no there's nothing really to add to that, right? Because it's like you want to get your message. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to, that's not my words. I'm quoting a lovely colleague. Who says like don't build a widget factory before you've sold the widget? Yeah. So you do want to focus on your message, get the message right first, and then you can worry about how to be consistent and how to sell more and how to you know like create something sustainable. But the message needs to be there first. Absolutely. We'll put in the show notes a link to our Love Your Message training where you can actually dive into the elements of messaging. We'll make sure we put that in. It's completely free for you to go and watch. Go and have a look at that Love Your Message webinar that I did quite a while ago, still incredibly relevant to you. Take that training. And then if you need some extra help, reach out because we're here to help you, guide you on your pathway to progress. Until next time, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches Podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches Podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. Visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.